Welcome and good evening to Adventures in DeFi Kingdoms podcast. This is Raf streaming to you live. Hi about the keep in the hot air balloon and also hanging out by the the docks, uh, slaying this kraken here. Nindorf, how you doing tonight? Very well. How about yourself? Uh, you know what? I'm actually doing fantastic. Um, really happy to be doing a podcast right now, and, and we'll get into that in a little bit. It's been a you know, it's been a really wild ride over the last few days, and you know, we got some feedback from our community over the last podcast that, you know, gosh, are are these guys like negative? Or I think there was a little concern, and you know, I, I think what we were bringing on the last podcast was a bit of a, I'll call it measured response. And you know, right now, I I would say I'm I'm feeling you know. All sorts of different ways about the game, but overall, uh, pretty excited and, you know, even more excited to be here uh, chatting with you, Nindorf, and, uh, you know, uh, spitting uh, from the the hot air balloon. So, how are you? Uh, Yeah, we're doing really good. And, yeah, I think you nailed it. Like, there's so much that's happened in the last two days. A lot of, you know, uh, intense, got to get this done immediately, and then, like, oh, wait, hurry up and wait check back is it, is it still there is everything good i don't know it's, it's it's just kind of been a whirlwind and i've had so many like uh do i want to do that redo something redo the redo redo the redo the redo uh um, oh, yeah. so you know I've, I've had to build like multiple flow charts for myself on excel over the last few days just to kind of keep my thoughts straight and you know uh try to try to figure out what i'm doing in crystal vale and what I'm doing in the state of the game. So it's, uh, yeah, it's fantastic. And, you know, we're going to get to a lot more of that as we go on. So how about you uh, uh, hit us with the question of the day? Yeah, let's jump right in. So um, obviously fitting for Launch of Crystal Veil here. I think that the question I've kind of got on my mind, and I chatted with some people in Discord a little bit about this today too, is um, where will the price of Crystal settle? Or, or maybe another way of phrasing it is, you know, what what should it really be relative to Jewel? So, so what do you think? Gosh, it's um, it's really interesting. I would say it's a lot higher than I expected it to be um, right out of the gates. And I think what we're we're clearly seeing a, a supply and demand issue, which I think is a fantastic display of strength for the game. I think this really shows how many new players are brought into the game and how much new energy and dollars are brought into the game as well. You know, people willing to invest in this new token. And clearly, you know, there just is not that that high of a supply of the token. And that's for a few different reasons. Um, you know, one, the, the gardens opened up before the airdrops did. And then uh, second, and uh, well, let's just start talking about it now. I thought one of the coolest airdrops that they did of all time is the the crystal airdrop right now where they're doing like a, a vested style airdrop. And so you don't get all your jewel up or your all your crystal up front. Um, you get it over a period of time. And I, I think that's a, a really clever way to make sure that you're, you know, you're, you're not flooding the market and causing a, a price dump. And it's, it's, you know, it's, this price has been all over the place. It was like $43 a couple days ago and, you know, $34, I believe, uh, earlier today. So yeah, I, I think we're seeing classic supply and demand right now. And I guess, uh, I've, I've avoided answering your question thus far. Um, I, I would say, you know, I think it'll level out, uh, with Jewel eventually, um, and, and probably, you know, hold with it neck and neck but we're clearly a long ways away from that happening and by long ways you know i I speak maybe in in crypto time frames where you know like an hour can feel like an eternity at times so uh by that i mean probably months um away from them being equal what are your thoughts yeah i think i think your your end result i believe i'm with you i think that they should and they will probably equal out long term, um, but but yeah, you'd mentioned you know how about new money coming in? I'm just looking right now. I see that there is almost let's see how many I got to count zeros. Here. That's how crazy this is. Almost a half a billion dollars staked in Crystal Vale right now. That's an absolute crazy number. 
And if you combine that with the fat, with the amount that's still left in the Serendale Gardens, it has to be new money brought in. And, you know, that was kind of one of our big questions going into this is how much new money is this going to bring? Or is it just are, are people already in? And I think we've got our answer. I think this has definitely brought in new money. Um, so I think that's a good point to bring. And these, you know, even it's we're maintaining these crazy high APRs in the Crystal Vale Gardens, even with almost a half a billion dollars in money invested. So I think that's probably, like you said, why, you know, we've got an elevated price now. I mean, those are some pretty juicy APRs. That's all I'm going to say. Um, but yeah, I, I think both of the two will end up, you know, like we've said in the past, probably that 5 to $8 range. Mm-hmm. Although that being said, um, them opening up Jewel as the gas token is huge and provides a lot more utility. So I do actually think Jewel will outpace Crystal in the long run, even though it's less scarce. You know, there's a lot more Jewel, 4X more Jewel. I still think that that utility is going to provide that extra kick that it's going to need to keep it at a higher value long term. Yeah, a few things that that I want to comment on here uh, based on what you said. And, you know, I guess the first one, I'm going to go off on a bit of a tangent. You know, one thing that's been um, incredibly refreshing over the last few days has been uh, the speed of uh, the Avalanche DFK chain. Um, it, it has been absolutely incredible. And, you know, it, it, it feels like lightning fast compared to what's happening over on Serendale on the Harmony Network. And, you know, I, I know they've always said that the, the, our core game is over on Harmony. I, you know, it, I, I feel like this puts the pressure on at the very least. And, you know, if, if I was Harmony, I would be a little concerned based on just how well this game is performing on the Avalanche Network. And, you know, you, you got to think that there might be more people playing over here on Avalanche than there actually are on on Serendale. And so, um, on on the Harmony Network. And so, you know, big kudos to, you know, Mr. Fawn and the DFK team and the Avalanche group for, you know, develop the Ava Labs group, I, I believe they're called, uh, for developing this. I feel like this is incredible. So, I guess before I go on with, you know, my my next thought, um, how how have you been, you know, liking uh, the the speed and uh, the, the reliability of this network? Yeah, it's absolutely great. I think it it really shows. I guess I'll say the incremental improvements that the dev team for DFK have been making over time. Uh, and you touched on it earlier, also with the vested airdrops. Like I can remember. The first airdrop I uh, I got I actually won something. It was it was awesome. Um, this was back in like I want to say it was September. I actually you know had some X jewel at the time because it was very new, uh, and I won at the moment at that time what I thought was great. It was a whopping two thousand gold. And I was like, this is gonna be fantastic, uh, and that sat in a, a Google spreadsheet for like five months or something. And then finally, you know, they, they, the devs, they made good for their promise and they paid it out at the, and then when they paid it out, it was worth about like, you know, uh, $10 (laughs) or something, but you know, anyway, I guess what I'm trying to say is that was where they came from at the beginnings. And now they have their own dedicated smart contract for doling out rewards over time to not impact the economics of the game. Like that's just, you know, you just got to soak that in a little bit. That isn't a crazy advancement in such a little amount of time. Yeah, that, that really is. And I guess, um, I, you know, I, I don't want to spoil too much of what we're talking about later. So, you know, I guess I'll, I'll save the rest of my commentary for, for that question, probably as, as we continue to talk about Crystalville and what our, you know, our, our personal strategies have been over the last few days. So, Perfect. um, let's go ahead and, and transition over into, uh, the dev dive I know something that that you've been thinking about and has been near and dear to the the hearts of many in our community, uh, the the Gen Zero sniping bots. Um, What do you have in the works here? And, you know, what are, I I heard you've been, you know, collaborating with some other community members. Yeah. So, I mean, ever since that's kind of been happening, we've, you know, we've kind of said that we wanted to make it a goal of something that we can look into and try to, try to somewhat combat, um, 
And I, I've been talking with some people on Discord, and then there's there's the Unity DAO group. They have their own server, and basically, what I've kind of learned, and then you know, also chatting with some of the the other engineers that you know, are in the DFK Dev channel. Um, basically, what I'm learning is that this bot is extraordinarily sophisticated, uh, and they even go to the point of using custom smart contracts on chain to execute the bot code such that there's not even, you're not necessarily watching the chain, you're actually on the chain in smart contract form. So it, unfortunately, what that means at the get-go is that that's kind of a level above what I'm able to do. I don't have the resources or time or knowledge necessarily even uh, to really uh, keep up with that. So we, you know, we kind of, I chatted with some of these people and I think what we kind of came up with is we are actually going to try something very different. Instead of trying to fight the bots or combat them directly, um, we're going to try somewhat of a petition, if you will, where we get a bunch of people to all drop a suggestion in the DFK dev box at round about the same time, um, suggesting some changes to the in-game interface to make it significantly more different between hiring and selling heroes. Mm, um, so, you know, clever. the details haven't come out on what, you know, we want this to say exactly. And, and we're, you know, they're gathering information for people. Um, what's the best solution that we think we should offer as a, as a group, as a community. Um, so we'll get more of that out there to you guys once we, you know, uh, learn some more and get some more feedback from everybody. And also listeners, you know, please head on to discord, give us your thoughts and, We'll accumulate those with everything else, and, and once we learn what and when, you know, we'll post it. But yeah, basically, that's the running theory right now. Is the best way to fight it is to just make the two interfaces drastically different. And another idea was maybe you have to go to the portal to hire out a hero, as opposed to the tavern where you buy and sell heroes. Right. And just that extra step, right, to make it so that people just don't even do this in the first place. Right. So what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I if I have to, you know, pick the number of stoplights or motorcycles I see before I sell a hero, I'm all on board. I think, <laughs> as um, you know, as our, our listeners may recall, you know, I had a bit of a snafu where I accidentally sold uh, a sage a while back when I was trying to uh, hire him out. I can absolutely see where this is coming from. Um, and have been, have been there myself, and and I feel you know like fortunate that I, I recovered from that incident um you know relatively well that sage ended up dying on the perilous journey which makes me you know even more bitter because i ended up buying him back uh yeah but that's neither here nor there so you know i I, i've been there i've been in that situation it makes me absolutely nauseous when i think about this and I, i think the challenge really comes from when you're trying to grind through you know listing and relisting uh your guys for sale you can, you know, go go run down a list and, you know, kind of if, if you're on autopilot, you know, you're changing your prices a little bit. And the challenge is when you're in the sell the hero tab, you see the heroes out for hire and, you know, you can accidentally without really thinking about it, you know, cancel that hire and then relist them for sale in that same window uh, without kind of realizing what you do. So I, I think you're spot on that. You know, some kind of differentiation between the two that will probably knock down, you know, ninety nine percent of the accidental cells. Yeah, you're right. Actually, I think now that I think of it, I have done exactly that. Uh, I didn't end up completing the transaction fully, but I was hovering over the button, and it was exactly that. It was I had clicked cancel hire, and I was about to rehire. And then I hit, I typed in sell, and then I moved the mouse over, and I was like, "Wait a minute!" And so it only barely registered for me. So yeah, I, yikes! Yeah, it's a little frightening. And it is, and luckily, you know that, like I said, I was, I, I caught it. But it's so easy when you have a, a large stable of heroes and you're doing lots of movement. Uh, and I think this is our best bet. And you know, like I said, we'll keep you guys informed. And when I, you know, what. If there's anything we get out of this or if the devs make any sort of commitment or something, we'll be first to let you guys all know. Yeah. 
And, you know, honestly, I'd feel a lot different about this if it was humans buying the heroes and not bots, you know? Um, sure. Because I, I feel like you'd be playing the game. And I think that's something that the the dev team has always been focused on is playing the game. And I, I don't really see the development of bots being, you know, fit, fitting into that category. So, yeah, I've, I'm really excited to see what you guys continue to come up with and develop and uh, good luck. And, and we'll keep, uh, you know, uh, preaching, preaching those, uh, you know, words of wisdom here as much as we can. And if there is any kind of uh, petition to to change the user interface in the future, uh, you better believe it's going to be on our discord. All right, so next I want to jump over into uh, Power BI as a portion of our dev dive. And so this is something that, you know, we've been working on in the interim. Uh, you've done an amazing job of, you know, building up the backend database on the website. And I've been spending some time in the off hours trying to figure out how I can access that and uh, use Power BI for some reporting. So I just want to go through kind of a quick tour of the content that we have right now. And, uh, you know, like one of the things that, you know, we, we've been working on is, you know, some very basic reports at the time, uh, but right now looking at hero totals, uh, summoning the effects of, uh, we have quite the large drop-off, uh, nine or if you kind of are following along at home on page one, you know, we have the drop-offs of the PJ. I, I really like that, you know, drop down and, and you see us continuing to, to climb up from the, uh, survived heroes. And it's been really interesting how the overall count of heroes uh, summoned per day has has really dropped off, and you know almost is just non-existent here at the start of April. No one is summoning; everyone is spending all of their free jewel um, in the gardens right now, which I, I think is just kind of funny how how things have just kind of ended up and, and landed. Yeah, I, exactly. I, you know, I expected, I guess, the hero summons to slow over time, um, and but it was a little more. You know, looking at the graph, the hero totals, it was a little more lackluster, up a little, down a little. You know, but now, yeah, ever since after the after the perilous journey, and with these crystal veil announcements, yeah, it has been very low. Which honestly, you know is good for the game we can't keep creating heroes infinitely mm -hmm. uh, the prices you know just won't support that so and then you know you've you got to add on top of that the the fact that heroes are leveling up you know i got my first guy just a little bit ago to level eight wow. um, and you know he's Congrats. he's one of the guys that's been stampotting he's he's just fully addicted to that green substance whatever it is it's delicious <laughs> but uh you know and he's he's my leading candidate now you know, and I, I feel like to summon right now and end up with you know that Gen One is could be great, but you got a lot of work ahead of you in order to get competitive with that hero, and that's where you know we'll we'll have to stay tuned. You know, maybe these advanced quests will help heroes uh, who are at a lower level climb more quickly. So that is possible, um, but I think for now, I mean. I'm looking at high level heroes and thinking let's let's keep them up you know keep up with the, the the few at the front. Well, you're in some rare company. There is just over 200 heroes who are level 8 and above. So, uh congratulations. Oh, really? That's that. it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm uh, jumping over onto page 2 of uh the the Power BI report and uh using the uh the fun little horizontal and vertical sliders uh, uh. To, to zoom in. And looking at level eight and above, so yeah, congratulations. That's uh, that's really neat. Yeah, just over two hundred heroes that are are at that mark. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think this is uh, also just a you know quick show for what what we're hoping to continue to develop on. Um, you know, both things on the website front and on the reporting front, and. You know, as as we continue to prepare for combat, that's an area that, you know, we're we're personally planning on, on making sure that our website and we know our Discord community is going to be, you know, ready to rock and roll when it comes to some dropping some great analysis. And you know, if you like listening to the podcast, 
you know, please go uh, check us out there on, on Discord. You know, we got people way smarter than us uh, hanging out in there. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's been a lot of fun developing these uh, the reports, and I continue. I look forward to developing more. Yeah, absolutely. You got a, a great start here. I love this. I I've had a little bit of time to page through this, but it's you know some of this is hot off the press here, so I still got to get my feet wet. And I you know I have not in the past personally used Power BI, and so I'm still kind of getting used to the interface. But I, it is actually really clean and slick. So I think you've done a great job here. Uh, I will say it makes life pretty easy. Um, it's so, you know, I'm appreciative for that. Well, thank you. Okay. Um, so traveling over to Serendale, I'm on Crystal Vale at the moment, and I'm going to jump over into the tavern. We're going to hit a bit of uh, our, one of our mainstays and looking at buying heroes. And so, you know, while all the jewel has been going towards the gardens, people are looking to liquidate their heroes as much as possible. So there's a bunch of juicy deals out there. Nydorf, what are you looking at tonight? So, um, you know, as I just kind of mentioned earlier, I'm kind of looking for that um, higher level hero. So I thought, you know, let's combine that um, with... Let's just see, I guess. Let's see what, what are, what's out there for either a Dragoon or a Sage that's a, a relatively high level. You know, they could maybe be competitive and maybe still be not too costly, if you will. So what um, are you setting your level slicer at when you hear high level or say high well, level? Yeah, so I think for starters, I just had hit. I was just going to do apply you know, just to Dragoon and Sage just to see. Sure. I didn't. I didn't even know. It's, it's been a while since I've priced these sorts of heroes. But I want to say I'd start at five. I think five's a good number, because um, then you know if it's an advanced or sorry if it's a uncommon or above, you know they're just going to have that extra bonus built in, and you know, that kind of helps you mm-hmm. get that couple extra stat points too. Um, okay, so um, I, I can't see your screen. Do you have up any heroes by chance? Yeah, I, I'm showing 13 heroes right now that are Dragoons or Sages, a level 5 and above. Uh, floor price starting at 125 jewels. So that's, yeah, yeah that... and a Perilous Journey Survivor uh, over here nearby. Yes, yes, exactly. Honestly, you know, I like to give the, the cards a little flip over. Mm-hmm. Um, and with that nice um, Chrome add-on that can show you their total stats, because I my feeble mind doesn't add well under fire here <laughs> but uh that first that first one even for 125 jewel you can have a level six dragoon with 113 total stat points now you, you look at those and they're none of them are standoutish necessarily but he's a well-rounded hero he doesn't have anything that's under 10 stat points so i and his fishing is 16.8 so he's probably pulling in some pretty decent fish um, to help offset those costs, you know, maybe start getting a little return back on your investment. So, honestly, even that first one, in my opinion, is not a bad hero. Nice, yeah. That, uh, yeah, he's looking really good. I'm impressed. All right, well, that's that's awesome. I I think something that you know, I continue to to wonder is. You know, when is the the tavern going to appreciate the price of levels in into uh, the, the hero listing prices? I mean, that's clearly still not happening yet. And you know, they've already started to release some information about areas being potentially level gated. And so, in some ways, I am a, a little surprised that this is happening. You know, I think I, you know, unloaded a few high level heroes. Um, a little while back, I would say, you know, maybe around a month ago before Perilous Journey. But um, I, you know, I, I've been valuing those as a premium ever ever since the Perilous Journey. And, you know, when they had the opportunity for a better survival chance. Um, and I, I think, you know, they're going to be even more valuable in the future. If you think about it, you know, the quests have been open now for for quite a few months. And that is a lot of time that you spend clicking your life away or stampotting and still clicking yeah. your life away. And so, um, <laughs> you know, being able to grab a level five hero or in this case, a level six hero. I mean, I, I think that's, that's pretty neat. So how about yourself? Where are you headed? What, what, what's your hero going to be today? 
All right, so my my hero today, and I'm not super prepared for this, but you know, I continue to try to look for for ninjas that are rare and above, and that have the stat boost of at least twenty agility. And it's like I want to be in that ballpark of uh, the agility tournaments, and so I'm I'm clicking through that right now, and there is a a ninja level five for for 254 jewel and that's that's a lot um for the price of jewel right now but you know like looking at stats you know you used 105 earlier 112 uh for his stats right now for a ninja and so that means his you know legendary kind of allowed him to to keep up with uh you know being you know going against a a dragoon that's um, you know, a level above. So they're actually two levels above in, in terms of, uh, what's the ad- advancement in class considered. I, anyways. Um, yep. and so I, that, that's still where I continue to look is I'm trying to grab a ninja at some point, um, or continue to, to rank my ninja up. That's rare. Um, and he's a little far behind on levels, you know, going back to the whole leveling thing. And so, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I think I'm really looking forward to agility being a mainstay in the game. I think that, you know, we're going to have some kind of turn-based combat style. And I, I think there's going to be the opportunity for really fast heroes. Uh, they'll, they'll, of course, attack first. And, you know me, I like to talk about uh, the game uh, Pokemon a lot. And there's a, a move called U-Turn where uh, you can attack first and then your hero actually goes uh, or your uh, Pokemon goes back to your hand and then you can play another hero or another Pokemon in its place. And so I think the same, I think I'm, I'm really wishing and hoping for a move with ninjas where they'll be able to attack first, apply some kind of debuff, and then actually allow you to sub out one of your other characters, like a, a beefy tank, and, you know, between the debuff and a beefy tank coming out, then, you know, you're, I, I imagine, you're not going to take a lot of damage. And so I think that's, I, I'm, I'm really hoping for some kind of move style like that um, that favors agility. I, I think agility in a lot of turn-based games is, is always, uh, it, it's a great stat to have. That's great. So I didn't do a little digging while you're, you were going and, once you knock that agility down to 19, I think you might find someone interesting. If you still have it up by chance. I uh, just brought it back down. So, yeah, bye. Agility. It, did, it is a rare ninja. Attributes. And the price is pretty great. I don't want to spoil it for you. All right. Just click 19. Rare Ninja level five, one ninety five. Oh, you still have your level five filter. Can oh, you I back did. that down to four? Is that still on by chance? Oh yeah, let me back that down. So we're we're again we're you know we're going through this exercise. Let's relax our constraints a little bit because maybe our budget doesn't allow that on our jewel total. Absolutely. So I think this is oh ninja. You see thief. what I see? Oh yeah, I'm I'm feeling the ninja thief. Because that thief is one of the best subclasses you can have for that agility percentage. Oh, you know me well. Well done. He's got blue agility too. Oh yes. Okay, so eighty seven percent jewel. Boy, I'm gonna have to unload on this guy tonight and, and get him a part oh. of the stable. That is for sure. That's a heck of a deal. So yeah, ninja thief, level four. You know, I like gardening rare. too because uh you get to stamp pot, so Honestly, that's pretty. You, you know what? And you're right. I think the XP guarantee from gardening and stamp potting makes it so you get a lot more guaranteed XP out of your jewel that you spend on a stamp pot. Yeah, it's something that I've learned because I spent so I, I don't know. I feel like I've spent way too much jewel on stamp pots for like fishers or foragers for them to come back with like 80 XP, uh, and it's like that it just hurts. is it terrible. Hurts. Whereas yeah. a gardener, you're you're always going to get at least like what 125, 130. Yeah, if they, you know, so that's a pretty good upper on your XP. Yeah, dang. You know what? I I, I think this is a good one. Um, 
And I, you know me so well that I think I'm going to end up pulling the trigger on this before I release the <laughs> podcast <laughs> to uh, make sure I snag this guy. Um, wow, I'm really excited. Well, good find. That's even better than what I found. Yeah, I, I think um, you know I've always had a soft spot for for legendaries. I, you know, I think over the long run that that bonus is really going to to pay off. And I, you know, for the most part, and I actually wouldn't. I would say like. Actually, the market on Mythics has come down quite a bit. Um, but for a while there, you know, Legendaries were like that hidden value where, you know, Mythics were up in the the 1,000 jewel mark. And now they're, they're coming down quite a bit. So, but I, I don't think I can swing getting a Mythic. Yeah, and what I've noticed with my particular heroes is that um, some of the, I had a couple Legendaries hit that level 5 mark. And, you know, those extra bonus stats are random. So, it, you know, it, while they do help round out your hero, you have zero chance. You know, you, there's no guarantee that they're going to be in the stats you care about. Yeah. And Gosh. so I got hit hard with that a couple times. And so it actually kind of made me almost favor. Obviously, you prefer Legendary if the price were similar, of course. But if you're paying a premium... I think you don't, you're almost better off going for the, the, the stat genes and playing the game that, or advanced abilities, of course, don't forget those, mm-hmm. um, or playing the game for the devs, you know, like they've mentioned that the genes are going to matter in the skill tree at somehow, at some yeah. point. Yeah. So. All right. So this mythic that's also in this filter set that we have up right now, Ninja mm-hmm. Warrior, level four, 24 agility. Like way yeah, out of my that? price range at six twenty five, but that is insane. That's Level a good four, and he has twenty four agility. That's really good. So, wow. so whoever was leveling him up was focusing on the right things and got some really good initial rolls <laughs> on something. Yes, they did. Oh, that level five level up is going to be juicy too. That'll make oh. this hero awesome. Yeah, that's tempting, but. I do not have that kind of jewel sitting around. So uh, <laughs> maybe that segues us nicely uh, to the next topic here. Um, what's our what's our personal strategy? I mean, we've had a pretty, pretty monumental development uh, since the last time we did a podcast. We have actually sold both of our Gen Zeros that um, you, uh, me, and uh, uh, Walton we're in on and you know that's it's a pretty big development for us and you know i've had a few people ask me already like whoa what's going on you know how do you feel about the game like are you you trying to get out and kind of like in a way yes but in a way not at all i'm actually more excited about the game than i've ever been before um and you know we saw the opportunity to sell some gen zeros um, and, and take advantage of the current market conditions. And I would say like where we ended up, what we ended up deciding to do with the, the jewel that we got from selling those Gen Zeros, like we've had, uh, well, obviously just really, you know, like two different ideas. And I, I personally have oscillated back and forth between the two quite a bit. And that's, you know, do you sell off your jewel for profit with seeing, you know, a bit of a, a, a micro uh, market high right now? Or do you go ahead and take those jewels and you throw them into Crystal Veil Gardens and get some of those juicy Crystal Veil rewards? Um, so, Nightdorf, tell me kind of, you know, your thought process as you said something to me, it was probably about a week and a half ago now, on, you know, the, the value of, of Gen Zeros and, and you know, why, why you're uh, pushing for selling. Right. So, you know, we, you know, your Power BI chart really... T- Old the tail. Um, something is slowing down. Hero prices are down. Um, and so, you know, we having two Gen Zeros, we had a lot of equity tied up into those heroes, um, given our wallet sizes. You know, we're not we're not whales here, right? Um, right? But I think that really led me to understand that, you know, okay, moving forward, if we are going to take our turns and we're going to summon with these Gen Zeros, you basically either need to, you, you need to pair them together, um, so you can get that fresh Gen One, ten out of ten for sixty jewel. So then you can sell and make a profit. 
right At least now that was I have theory. the right now I have the market up um, yep. for ten of ten, and bottom of the market is an uncommon thief that's going for fifty eight jewel. So there it is. You unless you get a, a good roll and you end up with like with a rare or above, you actually don't make any jewel as a two as a wallet holding two gen zeros and that was kind of critical in my calculation it's like wait a minute so i i we can hold two gen zeros summon them together and not make jewel and still lose jewel on that summon um so that along with the fact that um you know one of ours was a steve the pirate miner right and he he's, gardner or sorry gardner yeah that's what i meant yeah steve the pirate gardner thank you uh, we would have got the, a sexy return for a miner, that's for sure. Yeah, right. So we, we kind of had the idea that we wanted to sell him just kind of because of that. He wasn't the greatest of all heroes. Um, and then that that's where, well, we're like, well, either we felt like we should keep both or sell both because of that, you know, that 60 jewel hero that you could make without having to pay rental fees. Um, but given that you still have a possibility of losing jewel, uh, we kind of decided that that combined with the multi-thousand percent APYs in Crystal Vale, it just kind of made sense for us at the moment to liquidate that and and turned it into the next thing, right? Yeah, I, you know, I, I, it does make me a little sad uh, losing the Gen Zeros. I mean, they had a nostalgic place in my heart, but, you know, at the end of the day, as, as Walton likes to say, um, you know, we are, we're, we're here to, you know, this isn't just a game for us. Um, this is also something that is an investment. And, and we're looking to, to turn on our investment and the future path on Gen Zeros. And maybe we're being a little short-sighted here. And that's certainly a, a possibility. But uh, the future path of the, the Gen Zero value isn't very well laid out at the moment. Um, you know, I think they're going to continue to roll in features like uh, the perilous journey where the gen zeros offered protection of 3% survival, uh, to the rest of the boat. But you know, that that's like marginally valuable, uh, over the scheme of things like that. There weren't, you know, like if you look at all the heroes that you sent, like think about like the amount of jewel that saved you, uh, it's probably pretty inconsequential. Um, and now that the, the, the main mechanism for the gen zeros providing value has disappeared and you know like you said um there's also a giant opportunity cost at the moment of either the market being at you know a micro high or being able to to lock in those juicy rewards at the moment um it just it felt like that was the right time and you know you really convinced me with your analysis that you know you have to pair them together and if you're not pairing them together, then you're losing a lot of money because hiring is at least going to cost you another three, four, or five jewel, depending on getting the right partner. Um, and so, you know, we we decided to make the choice. Let's list them, see if they go. Um, and I, I think we listed them fairly aggressively, I would say as yeah, well. Yeah, no doubt. Um, to, to make sure that, you know, we could take advantage of uh, the timing too. And, I, you know, I'm happy we got them still initially, and it was a heck of a lot of fun uh, to summon with our heroes over time. Um, but, you know, it's uh, it's kind of a turning a, a new leaf or a, a, a new page on a, It's a new chapter in our, our playing the game and investing in the game as well. Yeah, that's exactly right. And it, it has been a lot of fun with them. Um, and, you know, that's not to say that we couldn't ever purchase Gen Zeros again in the future. I think you just you hit the nail on the head and said that the roadmap for the Gen Zero store of value is murky at best right now. And I think I think that's really where we're at. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. Well, let's go to segue a little bit to to personal strategy. And again, this is not financial advice, um, but something that I just wanted to talk about a little bit. I think there are. A couple different options and i think you know maybe for to the surprise of some of our listeners out there um we actually took uh we we zigged a bit when everyone else was zagging and you know kind of walk walk us through um you know our, our conversations over the last couple of days and uh you know at least from you know where your your mindset was and and why you chose to make the decisions you did 
Yeah, sure. So, you know, originally, if you, if you guys are our listeners out there, you know, we had the original plan of honestly kind of just chilling in the Serendale Gardens as those rewards um, for people leaving for Crystalville ticked up to about almost 500 percent. Um, and that that was that very good. I mean, we had we'd made a lot of jewel uh, and then. Uh, the, I think the turning point, however, was when they announced the airdrops. And once the airdrops started hitting and we see the numbers, the absolute, absolute crazy high APYs, again, that we haven't seen since, I want to say it was probably like November or December timeframe uh, in Serendale. And so, you know, we kind of both had chat, talked about this and kind of agreed, you know, like, all right, let's, let's exit the gardens, Serendale. And, you know, let's scrape a little bit out to the side to, to capture some profit, you know, re- get some of that initial investment recoup and then dump it into these high, high reward gardens that are happening over in Crystal Vale. Uh, so that was kind of the first, I would say, little genesis of this whole thing. Yeah. Um, but that's definitely not where it ended. Uh, so <laughs> no. maybe you can take the next leg. Yeah, sure. I, and I think kind of a little commentary on that, too. Um, you know, as much as everyone could speculate and guess, it was hard to imagine where, you know, things would, would shake out finally and, you know, like where the APRs would land. And I think at one point they did hit 500 or they were like at 488 or 490s um, for the percentage APR on, on the Serendale US, uh, no, one jewel uh, garden that we were in. And, and that was pretty awesome uh collecting you know i don't know what it was like 20 unlocked jewel a day and you know we we cashed that for a few days and um as we started going along and thinking about it and then we saw the impending uh crystal uh airdrops that were about to happen and and the timing of those and and like you mentioned we moved some of our initial investment out of the game which felt really good um I would say that it it created for me like this giant mindset shift. And this actually happened like twice during this whole extravaganza over the last week. I feel like I aged like a whole year in, in this last week. And the first Thank mindset, you, yeah, the first mindset shift I had was, you know, I, I, I was so worried about like the, the protecting the initial investment. And it was, it was a little bit of the you know, the, uh, just the challenges of every day of living in crypto and, you know, having gone through a couple waves of DeFi kingdoms, you know, seeing it go up and down and up and down and now seeing it go back up, there's the opportunity to make sure I cashed out on that initial investment. And up until this point, I had been continuing to take everything and just kept paying the earnings forward. And so just putting them back into the game, back into the game, back into the game. And like we said, a lot of that was also tied up in Gen Zeros and in the Heroes um, and into a less liquid state uh, of the game itself. And so getting getting that initial investment out switch, shifted my mindset to, okay, well, now I can focus on the long term. You know, I don't, I don't need to be worried about the short term anymore, uh, you know, and, you know, I could sleep at night, so to speak. It, now that I, I I know my initial investments protected and covered, and so we decided that we we made the jump over, um, and and got into Crystal Vale, and that that was uh, that was pretty exciting. Um, but for those of you who kind of already got the sneak peek, if you're watching the video and saw the amount of locked jewel that I have, you might have a couple questions on. Oh, well, I was not there for very long, um. And so a few other things changed. Do you want to kind of talk through maybe the next leg of the journey? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, for, for me personally, after that, it was, um, A, let's let's put some of this into the U.S. dollar stable coin, right? Right. Because uh, with these really high rates and with the, I think, somewhat astronomically high price of crystal, um, you, you know, you want to protect yourself in these pairings a little bit um, from some of that impermanent loss. Um, and that's a, that's an easy way to do it, really. Just pair it with a stable coin. You know, um, I, I was asking some of our Discord uh, members uh, how how much impermanent loss it would be if, 
say crystal were to fall from its current rate somewhere in the mid thirties down to say like 15, say it had, um, and, uh, you know, they, someone had whipped up a calculator for me and it actually only drops the total value you have in the pool with a stable coin by about 8%, wow. which is actually really cool. Um, so that, that after having taken my initial investment out, um, that led me to believe that, okay, I, I'm going to stay, I'm going to stay in the casino for a little while longer. I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep rolling <laughs> now that, now that I'm playing with house money. So yeah. for me personally, I am almost 50, 50 split in X jewel jewel and crystal us dollar coin. Um, that way, you know, a, I, I still think jewel has the longer value, mm -hmm. um, given that it's the gas token, like we've talked about earlier. Uh, and there's, you know, it, I just feel like that's going to be the center point of this game. So I, I really want to be in Jewel X Jewel. Um, but then also, like I said, I wanted a pairing where I'm not susceptible to that impermanent loss as much with Crystal because I feel like it's going to have high price swings. So I am still in those two with a vast majority of my of my money that's invested in game, apart from my you know teens of heroes that I'm still maintaining. Right. So that yeah, that's where I'm at. I'm I'm still I'm still riding and I'm still trying to collect these crystals and trying to restake them. Um, and it's yeah, it's it's still wild and I cannot stop looking at it. <laughs> yeah, so I ended up taking a bit of a a different approach today, and you know as I as I was uh, monitoring, I was using uh, the it's like VFAT dot. What's it called? VFAT.tools or something like that? Yep, VFAT.tools, yep. Uh, a website that, you know, if you have your MetaMask linked to it, um, you can attach your, your wallet and it can give you some, you know, it's, it's a nice quick summary of the value that you have locked up in all your gardens. And for me, I was looking at, you know, I was looking at like 5 or 6x what my initial investment was after taking my initial investment out you know a few days ago and you know it, i i was kind of faced with you know the the reality of you know this is some pretty life-changing money for me personally um and you know actually something that you know not to get you know too emotional or, or sidetracked on this but you know it was like a value that was you know definitely you know, more than my, my family ever made growing up. And so it was really strange seeing like that, that value of dollars being in an investment that was originally started out as playing around money. Um, and that was something that, you know, I, I felt very fortunate uh, to be in that position and also wanted to just, you know, take advantage of the opportunity to say, you know, like maybe I'm going to just close part of the chapter on, on this investment and, you know, I, I actually ended up pulling now, it was about 95% of all of my, my liquid assets out of the game after after selling the, the Gen Zeros. And, you know, um, I don't know what I'm going to do in the long term. Um, besides, I have a, a few obligations, uh, debt obligations that I'm, I'm really excited to pay off. Um, and so those uh, the student loans, I'm going to be saying goodbye to those next week. Um, and, you know, outside of that, I, I think I'm going to get back into the gardens probably a little bit in a very measured approach um you know I've, and as the uh the, the vested crystal airdrops continue to come out um i'm gonna keep uh you know putting that into the gardens and I, i'm also going to take the the crystal usd uh garden approach or the crystal avax approach um and i know that's something that we wanted to talk about a little bit as well that uh, you know, we have strong feelings that that is going to be the, the primary pool of the future over here in Crystalvale. Um, so that's a little bit of uh, my story on, on, you know, where I've been here and, uh, you know, what, what I'm looking to do. And also really excited to play the game. And, you know, like like we've said, you know, we have a lot of heroes in the game still. Um, uh, you know, the podcast is not going away for me. Like, I'm going to continue to to spend time around this just because I have... Uh, you know, a few less dollars in the game, like that's all right for me. I'm actually even even more excited um, and feeling a lot a better place mentally. And I, I think something that was uh, 
you know, a bit of a drag on me was that feeling after uh, seeing the game crash, you know, a, a couple times, especially crashing from that, you know, that $20 mark uh, where I put some money, well, not quite at the 20 mark in, but some money around 15 um, And so being able to, to kind of uh, pull some things out and, and recover and then get up a lot, uh, kind of it's like, like you mentioned going to the casino before. Uh, that's kind of a little bit what it felt like where, you know, I was at the table, I was, uh, you know, hitting, hitting high note and decided I'm going to go to bed for the night. Um, and it's a, it's a bit of a pause for me and I'll hit the casino tables tomorrow night. That's for sure. Yeah. I mean, I think, and that's, you know, that's good. Like you mentioned for your, for the mental state of it, I think that's something that we all need to keep an eye on. Cause you know, investing in with these amounts that, you know, can could be can get kind of crazy in a hurry in the crypto world. It can put undue stress that people aren't really used to dealing with uh, at some point. And you know, it, it is still crypto, right? You know, anything could happen. Look at what happened with Axie and the the bridge hack that happened. Um, I'm not saying that you know this this game is at all susceptible to that, but crypto is crypto. I mean, it a lot happens in a very short amount of time. Mm-hmm. And if that's something that you know you need to insulate yourself from. I, absolutely do it so i think that's a i think you made a great move for your personal situation yeah yeah all right well um what else any closing remarks i i kind of jumping over to our notes page and i think we hit all the uh the talking points that we had for today any closing remarks yeah yeah absolutely so i think you know we're so focused on on all these these big returns at the moment and it's like we gotta have to remember that, you know, we, we actually still don't have a, a technical game launched here yet. You know what I mean? Like, we these we've got advanced questing coming out. We've got you know stat based combat coming out. Um, pets are going to be hatching soon. We hope the leaderboard was just launched as we learned last time uh, live actually, which is fun. <laughs> right. Uh, and then it's just like all these facets of the game are still coming, and I think. I, you know, I think that's where what you're probably getting at when you say you're you're more excited about the game than ever, and it's kind of because of the game is about ready to just hit stride. It feels like, you, you know, does that make sense? Yeah, geared up and ready to go. I I certainly am feeling it, and you know, I I think to me the giant accelerant is how well the game plays. It's how well the game was thought out, like coming over here to Crystal Vale, like. The being able to be in the docks and to switch your chain in in game in your browser, um, and then once you're over here, how well the game is executing too. Like I just, you know, they, they might have stumbled a little bit on launch day with some RPC challenges, but seeing how well things have picked up, I mean, I am just overall blown away. Um, so yeah, I, I'm I'm really excited. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, they'll do everything they can to, to keep those sort of issues at bay. It is nice that they have a little bit more control over everything on the yeah. actual chain that's their own chain. So I think, uh, you know, uh, that'll be something else to look forward to, too. So, yeah, couldn't be more bullish. All right. Well, uh, we started the uh, the night in, in the hot air balloon, and we're ending the night in the uh, the snake tree. So... Uh, Take care and have a good evening, folks.